Welcome to Cathedral Square, hosted by Father Christopher Smith, Episcopal Vicar and Rector of Christ Cathedral in Garden Grove, California. For the next half hour, you'll have an opportunity to find out about some of the history, little-known facts, and the upcoming events at the beautiful campus on the corner of Chapman and Lewis, or, as we like to say, at the intersection of faith and reason. Welcome to Cathedral Square. I'm your host, Father Christopher Smith, Rector of Christ Cathedral in the Diocese of Orange. It's great to have you with us today. On Cathedral Square, we discuss all things Christ Cathedral. We talk about the development of the campus. We talk about special events. We talk about our vision for the future. We have special guests who give us perspectives on their various ministries. Anything Christ Cathedral is what we discuss on this program. And today we have a very special guest. He is Mr. Cole Hauso, who is the Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry here at Christ Cathedral Parish. And Cole is relatively new to the campus. Uh, he's been working here for almost 10 months in the capacity of uh, ministering to our youth and young adults. And uh, Cole, it's real nice to have you here. Thank you for your presence. Thanks so much for having me, Father. I'm very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a little joke about that. Here's my response. So am I. Okay. <laughs> so here's what happened. The other day I was at my dentist and I hate going to the dentist. And <laughs> so I said to the dentist, and I, I'm sweating. I mean, this is how bad it is for me. <laughs> and I said to the dentist, I said, you know what? This makes me really nervous. And the dentist said, me too. So that puts confidence <laughs> in your dentist. So anyway. So, uh, Cole, uh, I'd just like to have you uh, give to our listeners a sense of your ministry here at Christ Cathedral. Sure. So I was hired as the Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry, which um, kind of entailed um, junior high ministry, high school ministry. Um, I've taken on some campus ministry at the academy, as well as young adult ministry, which is 18 to 39 years old. But uh, this year I've kind of taken on the role of of coordinating confirmation as well. So the vision is to... um, from junior high to young adult, have kind of a fluid program um, where I oversee the development of all those stages, evangelizing to youth from junior high to young adults, including the sacrament. You know, as I've experienced this in the church, youth ministry has evolved over the years. Uh, When I was a youth, uh, (laughs) meaning when I was high school age, that was really the primary focus, uh, the, the age group. And and now it's really uh, youth ministry reaches out to kids in their um, their middle school years. Yes, yeah, it really does. And um, I guess the response to that is, I don't know how much we take away from polls all the time, but polls um, have been suggesting that um, that youth are falling away from the church and the faith as young as junior high. So it's important to get in there. And they're much brighter, I think, than I give them credit for. Um, the questions that we give junior hires and the answers that they give really speak to the fact that they're thinking about these questions. They're thinking about the meaning and the purpose of life, and um, so it's important for the church to give them answers. And so uh, to start early and to start um, introducing them to the beauty and the community of the church uh, goes a long way leading up to high school ministry when it gets really tough. Well, this reminds me, um, some years ago, at the parish where I was the pastor, there was uh, a huge, a huge difficulty with gang presence. Oh, wow. And it was a very violent neighborhood and all. And uh, we really discovered there 
that we really, really had to start working with those kids when they were mm. uh, in middle school. Mm. Because after that, if they got overly influenced, it was too late. Mm-hmm. They they got involved in those gangs, and once they were in it, it was really hard to get them out of it. So mm. we tried to we reached out and tried to get a lot of those kids into our school and that sort of thing. Yeah. And anymore, <clears throat> the way the world is, there's such a tremendous influences on these young people that uh, the assertion of our influence as Catholics uh, as early as possible. I think is wise and, and absolutely necessary. I wholeheartedly agree. Influence, yeah. Now, Cole, you didn't come here to Christ Cathedral without some experience. Mm-hmm. I know you were a yeah. uh, youth minister uh, in youth ministry at another parish, and now you're at Christ Cathedral Parish. <laughs> Do you see any differences? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, hard not to see differences. So I came from a parish in Carlsbad, California. Um, it was St. Elizabeth Seton. And it was um, vastly different from Christ Cathedral. I worked um, primarily with the same age range and um, doing very similar um, things there. However, the community was very different. Um, it was largely Anglo and English-speaking. Uh, very small, small. Well, I shouldn't say very small, but co- in comparison to the cathedral, um, very small. And so moving here when I had heard about this ministry, it intrigued me because I had had success at my last parish. Um, I had been there for a few years and and felt like I had done a good job, um, but felt like I was looking for a new challenge. And when I saw the job opening at the cathedral, the different communities, that largely Vietnamese and Latino communities, intrigued me to be able to enter into their culture and enter into their their life as Catholics and their traditions that they, uh, they have and try to evangelize to them and try to... Um, reach out to youth in a different way, in a way that makes me uncomfortable and it stretches my leadership capacities and all those things, was very intriguing to me. So that's how I decided to to apply and and Father had pity on me and, and hired me. So um, so yeah, so a little bit of experience, three years experience before coming here. Yes. Well, not only is the, the ethnic makeup, if you will, of the campus or of the parish a bit different from your last parish, you're also uh, at a parish that is on a campus that is used yes. by a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> uh, what have you observed about the <laughs> campus itself? So when I was at Franciscan University, I went and studied abroad in um, in Austria, and um, we were fortunate enough to, to take trips to places like Rome. And so when we had this special privilege of celebrating Mass at St. Peter's Basilica, there were tours going on all the time. So you would be celebrating Mass, and people would just be walking behind you, taking pictures and everything. And I thought, how bizarre is that? And then I came here, and it's the same thing. We're <laughs> such a unique campus, and with the dedication of the cathedral this past summer, it's drawn in a lot of tourism, and it's drawn in a lot of uh, just faithful Catholics who want to come and be a part of it. And that's been very interesting to me, is because sometimes I feel like I'm working in a museum <laughs> sure. where people are coming and taking pictures of us. And, um, and there's high expectations, you know, from the bishop to, to do things very well. But it's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed that piece, and it's been motivating to me. Well, and, it, and it's, it's the unique uh, challenge that is a part and opportunity that's part of every ministry here at Christ Cathedral. Mm-hmm. Because we are a multi-use campus, mm-hmm. uh, we have to, you know, learn how to share facilities and schedule things mm-hmm. in, a, in a thoughtful way. And there's a lot of visibility here and all. So mm-hmm. we have some unique opportunities here at Christ Cathedral. We do. Yeah, the ability to show, you know, with the academy here and 
the parish and the diocese, it's like uh, the trio. And to be able to show the rest of the diocese and even the, you know, the, the greater Catholic world how to work together, you know, if we can successfully do that, it'll be a great success you know, to be able to do it as a parish academy and as a diocese. Exactly. You've been listening to Cathedral Square. I'm your host, Father Christopher Smith, and today we're talking with Cole Hauso, who's the Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry here at Christ Cathedral. Cole, I'm interested to know, and I've asked you this before, what attracted you to wanting to work with youth in the Catholic Church in the first place? Well, I had a, um, I guess I'd call it a conversion um, when I was uh, about 20 years old. It's 2012. And it was led, I was on a young adult retreat led by other youth ministers. Um, it was a ministry at the time called um, 242 Ministries, and they had put on a young adult retreat. And, um, you know, the long sh- story short of it is I had a very radical conversion on this retreat. And then I just started um, going to the same parish. It was called St. Martha's in Murrieta, and they had a great youth program there. And I just started helping out there and being present there and was observing the way that other young people were having the same encounter that I had. Uh-huh. And I remember thinking at the time on the retreat and then also um, as I was working at this parish, if I could do this, if I could, if God wanted to use me to do this, to help young people encounter God the way I did, then I would love to do it. And ultimately, that was my main focus. My main uh, motivation was I knew what I had experienced. and I knew who I had encountered and I saw the need I saw the desire um, that young people have, and I just wanted to try to do my part if I could. And so then I, I had taken a job after graduating from Franciscan um, as a walk leader doing the pro-life walk with Crossroads Pro-Life from L.A. to Washington, D.C., and, um, and just saw the, um, the job go up uh, on the, the San Diego Diocese uh, for the, my previous job at St. Elizabeth's and just applied. I had no experience. I didn't even have a degree um, in theology, I, but I just had the heart for it. And I think God goes a long way when you just have the heart for it. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's absolutely what is essential. Yeah. <laughs> it's having the heart for it. Yeah. And the whole area of, of ministry that has to do not only with having the heart for it, but also to touch the hearts mm-hmm. of the people to whom we minister. Right. And that is particularly important when it comes to our young people. Mm-hmm. And, the experience that you've had so far and will have in the future, uh, I'm sure, as it has done for me in my ministry, does uh, nothing more than uh, help us grow in our faith mm-hmm. and, and in our life with the Lord, which is really very beautiful. It is. And speaking of working with uh, the young people and the youth uh, of our church, you have sessions with them when you, you, you have retreats with them. Mm-hmm. You talk one-on-one with them. You listen to what they have to say in groups. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of interaction with the young people. Do you find them there that they're forthright in what they share? So I, I think coming to this uh, campus and working uh, with the youth here, I don't know why there is a difference, but um, the youth here are, are very straightforward with the struggles that they're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very aware of, of the struggles that their family have. They're forced in a lot of ways, and maybe it's socioeconomic circumstances, they're forced in a lot of ways to grow up very fast and um, to be leaders in their household. And so what they share with me is incredibly humbling, yes. but it's a, it's a way to, to go straight into their heart. You know, they don't have very many shields up. 
they're very um, open and, and that allows me to be open within myself and to more than anything just receive their heart and just be a companion for the journey, which is what I'm here for. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break now, and I'd like to invite you to please stay with us because when we come back, I'm going to ask Cole, through his experience, uh, what he would identify as those things that the youth bring to our church in uh, 2019. Love to share it. Please stay with us. Welcome back to Cathedral Square. I'm your host, Father Christopher Smith, Rector of Christ Cathedral in the Diocese of Orange. Today we're talking to Cole Hauso, who is the Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry here at Christ Cathedral. And Cole, as we've been talking about your ministry to the youth, I'd just like to know from your perspective, what are the things that you think our youth bring to the church these days? Well, um, depends on how far back you want to go, you know. Obviously, we consider youth um, even infants, and so mm-hmm. I have a 16-month-old who uh, brings a lot of joy during Mass. And so um, the quick story um, is that I was uh, going out to receive the Eucharist a couple of Sundays ago um, in the cathedral. It's very quiet. Uh, I think the meditation song had just finally stopped playing. I was one of the last ones to receive the Eucharist, and I had received the Eucharist, and I was walking back. Everybody was very quietly praying, and all of a sudden, my son takes his pacifier out and says, top of his lungs, hi! <laughs> and so I think um, young people bring uh, just a lot of joy to the church. Um, I think sometimes we, we forget that or we try to quiet them or we try to push them away. Or, but young people bring a lot of joy, You know, it's particularly the ones that I work with, junior high, uh, high school, young adult. They bring different perspectives. But more than anything, what I've experienced is just joy. They are generally happy people when they're here, when they have an environment where they feel like they're safe in their home. They're just joyful. And um, and I think that we need that in the church right now. We need some more joy because it's, we're not in the best part of the church's history. But if we can bring in more joy yes. and, and make young people feel welcome, I think that'll go a long way. Along those lines, uh, what would you say uh, that the young people want from the church? What do young people want from the church? I think that they want the church to be authentic. I yes. think... Um, I have talked with, obviously, a lot of youth over the last four or five years, and I think that the best experiences I've had have been when I have to just be authentic and real and sometimes even a little bit blunt with what the church teaches and why the church teaches the way it does, and they respond better to that than when I water it down mm-hmm. or when I try to um, make it seem nicer or, yeah, just watered down. And so I think they want, they actually want us, much like I, my dad has always told me, kids want you to be disciplined with them. They want you to be real with them as a parent because that means that they'll be happy. They'll understand what their their schedule is during the day, et cetera. That's kind of all parenting. But I think young people want the church to be parents to them. They want them, us, the church, priests, bishops, et cetera, to show us how to live a happy life in fullness with Christ it's not always easy, but I think that's what they want, really, in their heart. I could be wrong. <laughs> no, I think I think you you really have described it well. You know, I've often thought that, and I think this particularly when I am preparing a homily, that we have a lot of competition 
out there these days. <laughs> I mean, competition in terms of social media, yeah. the media itself, and and um, all of us, but especially our young people, are, are pulled in all kinds of directions, mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of factors that are competing for uh, young people's attention. Yeah. You know, there are, there are the people are trying to sell them stuff. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, there are people that are trying to get them hooked on stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are people that are trying to get them to like them. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, you know the the new term these days are influencers. You know, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I'm not quite sure what that means. I mean, I know what influence <laughs> means, but I don't know how you get to be one, <laughs> yeah. or wh- what's the sign that you are one. Yeah. However, I do think we are uh, tremendous, or we have at least the capacity to be influencers mm-hmm. uh, for our young people. Yeah. And to you know take our place right there with everything else. That get to get their attention, mm-hmm. and getting anybody's attention means that you have confidence in what you have to say, mm-hmm. you believe in what you have to say, mm-hmm. and you love what you have to say because it brings your life meaning and purpose and value. Mm-hmm. And those are all the kinds of things that you know. I'm attracted to somebody that's that way. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. and uh, those are are certainly uh, components that go into uh, ministering to youth. Mm-hmm. One of the areas that I'd like to touch on today uh, for a moment, uh, because it's pretty unique here to Christ Cathedral, is the relationship of youth ministry and Christ Cathedral Academy. Sure. We have been uh, working with uh, Kathy McGuire, the principal of Christ Cathedral Academy, and have really been trying to form a, I guess I'll say a partnership with the uh, Christ Cathedral Academy. It's a preschool through eighth grade school that we have here on the campus. Could you tell us a little bit about that work, Cole? Yeah, so as you mentioned, Father, we, um, we've been working very hard to uh, build a bridge. You know, that's a term that Kathy um, McGuire uses a lot, uh, the invisible bridge between parish and the academy. And I think the main focus, um, at least from, from my end, is that we want the families of the academy and the families of the parish to invest in one another. We want our parish, Christ Cathedral Parish, to be invested in the school because Catholic schools are very pivotal in today's world with kind of the, the secular high schools, you know, not being a very good environment for youth. And so if we can invest in our academy and what they're doing to enrich um, the lives and the, the spirituality of, of the students and then also have the academy invest in the in the parish and our efforts to evangelize youth, that would be our goal. I think that's the bridge, in my opinion. Um, practically speaking, we're working on, you know, myself, I, I'm working on uh, campus ministry there. Uh, bringing the sacraments to life um, within the academy. We're b- currently renovating one of the rooms to be a youth ministry, campus ministry home for youth that we'll use for the, for the academy students, but also all students at the, at the campus. And so, you know, tangibly, practically speaking, we're sharing space, you know, yes. <laughs> which is a big thing here at the at the diocese and learning how to cooperate and um, but just pull all of our efforts and our ideas and move them in the same direction to for one common goal of evangelizing young people, I think. Well, I really like this approach. You know, uh, we hear a lot about a campus minister on a, at a high school, mm-hmm. but we don't hear about it much at a junior high Not or elementary much, no. level. Mm-mm. And so that's kind of what, what you are there, too, at the school. And mm-hmm. hopefully over time, as the kids come to know you and, and have confidence uh, with you, you really do have a unique role there that's different than the teachers or mm-hmm. the rest of the faculty, mm-hmm. and uh, particularly to minister to them in their spiritual life. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I'm really excited to see uh, how this might develop. I am too. I am too. I love that that age range. They're very, um, as I said, very joyful, and um, and I love working with them. They're a ton of fun. Well, I know that you have some plans for a youth ministry here at Christ Cathedral and young mm-hmm. adult ministry as well, because mm-hmm. we've talked about them. I'd like to uh, invite you to share with our listeners some some of those plans that you have for the future. Sure. So my mission statement just as a youth minister uh, for a few years now has been to work myself out of a job. <laughs> Great. If I can, um, uh, I know that if I can uh, light a fire in the church uh, to where families are very much engaged, uh, what that would result in ultimately is families and um, lay people stepping in and taking care of the youth and taking care of families and passing down the faith. And there would really, that's my job. And so it sounds kind of strange to say it, but if I can work myself out of a job to where I would no longer be necessary, that's that's my vision, that's my hope. But practically speaking, uh, the idea is to, um, from junior high to high school, confirmation, young adult, uh, which in the, in the diocese is 18 to 39 years old. So we include young families um, into the young adult bracket there, is to kind of create a, a system almost. Not, I don't like using the word system, but kind of just a fluid um, ministry where young people from the age of junior high are introduced into the beauty and the community, the goodness of the church, and the truth of our faith is more cemented into them uh, during confirmation. And then the hope is that we create intentional disciples of Christ where they really want to live a life for Christ. And then if we can get them at that stage in high school, then it as they're young adults, which is traditionally the time period where the most fall away, we won't have the issue. And at that point, we just strengthen their discipleship. We just form greater communities. And so a lot of that is some of the more basic things, you know, like um, like the scripture studies and like the, um, the high school nights where we get together and we discuss one topic or we just get together for fun and, and build a community. Other things are more more big. You know, I'd like to take young adults on pilgrimage and have them encounter our faith in a universal way, which otherwise they may not have the ability to. So it was very powerful for me traveling to Austria and, and going to Rome and all those places. It cemented my faith in a lot of ways. So that's a big thing I'd love, love to do is uh, take young adults on, on pilgrimage. So anyways, a lot of ideas, but everybody has ideas. <laughs> now we just need to actually do something, you know, lay the foundations and get going. You know, I, you talked to me about the idea of the pilgrimage uh, earlier, and I really like that. I've done a couple of pilgrimages. Uh, I've taken parishioners and groups uh, as a you know chaplain on the tour to the Holy Land and to to Rome and various places. And there's nothing like being in some of these holy places with people that you've been with in another setting, Mm -hmm. and everybody's having the same beautiful new experience, Mm -hmm. it's really uh, can be a very powerful time. It really is. It's. I actually had the privilege of of meeting up with one of my old friends from Franciscan who I studied abroad with. And we hadn't seen each other in about three or four years, but we picked up right where we left off because we had the experience of encountering or just this divine experience of going to these holy places together. We altar serve together in places like Assisi and, and, and Lourdes and places like that. And I just am a firm believer that when you have these divine experiences with other young adults or just with other of your peers, you know, mm-hmm. it just seals your friendship. It seals the community that you have. So that's what I want for young adults, which I think they crave. 
Well, I have this vision. I'm not so sure it will ever happen. But my vision is that if we want world peace, then everybody on the planet has to travel. (laughs) Because when we experience other people's cultures and lifestyle and all the rest of it, it does something. Oh, yeah. It it enlarges our our vision and our view. Mm -hmm. And it's really uh, hard to write people off and all the rest of it when you've actually visited some of the places where people that we don't know or understand Mm -hmm. actually live. Absolutely. You know, you have an idea of the something, an event for the young adults that I would like you to tell us about. Go ahead with that. Yeah, sure. So I'm uh, I'm currently working on a um, one or, or two uh, weeknights a month of general spiritual direction and Eucharistic adoration for young adults. We try to separate um, our efforts to young adults because it's such a large age bracket, 18 to 39. Uh, we try to separate them based on, you know, college, young working professionals, young families, et cetera. So, so this particular ministry is for, for college students and young working professionals. But it's, it's a night um, where we, we hope to invite young, young adults to uh, encounter a, a transcendent night of spiritual direction and Eucharistic adoration. I'm currently work, reaching out to several priests and asking them to come give um, not just you know short little talks here and there but really dig into um, prayer life and how do we develop the interior life and how do we enrich our faith and even go into a, apologetics and things like that and then end it obviously with Eucharistic adoration our Lord and just give them a transcendent night where they can step away from the world and form that community and form that interior life. So that's what we're working on right now. Well, I really hope that we actually get that started because <laughs> I do too. that has all the combinations <laughs> of ingredients that, that can draw us and uh, our people closer to the Lord. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to Cathedral Square. Our guest today has been Cole Hauso, and he directs our youth and young adult ministry here at Christ Cathedral. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Father. And just to remind you, we can be heard Saturday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on Relevant Radio, 1000 a.m. And we hope that you will join us in the future. We thank you, Lord, for this time together. In all that we do, we desire to give you glory and praise. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been listening to the Cathedral Square Radio Show with Father Christopher Smith. To hear this program again or to download the podcast, go to OCCatholic.com and click Radio. Be sure to share and tell a friend as well. Have a blessed day.